Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Half Hour. I'm Greg Mahochko, and joining me as always is the co-host on the West Coast, Chad Montgomery Smart. Hello, Chad. Hello, Greg. I almost called you Jeff. I don't know why. It was brain brain freeze or just something. I don't know. The the Montgomery, I was going with something with that, and then something <laughs> told me that your name was Jeff, and I was like. Okay. Um, yeah. So what's are, going on? Are you replacing me with a, a younger, hipper host? I, I am not. <laughs> you know, I do have a friend named Jeff who I tried to get, uh, I asked him if he wanted to do a podcast with me and, you know, to expand the musical realm, which I do podcasting in. And he, um, I think he said he was too busy. And then our good friend, um, uh, Jason Skull and I recorded a pilot episode. Actually, we recorded two episodes. We did a pilot and then one episode that I never got edited because of uh, personal reasons. Mm. And then by the time I swung back around and said, hey, remember the time we were going to do a podcast? And he was like, I am too busy. And I said, fine, I will just show up on the Kevin Huntsberger podcast every week then. Hey, you know what? It makes the Kevin Huntsberger podcast listenable. Well, I mean, I think so, but that's just me and my mom. How did you like the movie Rumble? I enjoyed Rumble. I mean, if you want to know more, you can go listen to the latest My One, Two, Three Cents. And I think we spent about 30 seconds talking about the movie Rumble before rumbling and rambling onto other topics that somehow um, were not Rumble, but they were, I think, Royal Rumble related. And also Mike Luther. We, we mentioned Kevin a lot, and I, I feel bad. We, we, I just wanted to mention that my co-host of one of my other podcasts, uh, Nerds United, here on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. So, Mike, I know you're listening. I know you are eager to get to this post, th- this podcast up on the Facebook page, maybe even the day it drops instead of five or six days later. Uh, Mike, we, we hear you. We appreciate you. We wish you'd remind us sooner that we forgot to upload or uh, update the Facebook page. You know, Mike could just be our, our social media manager and put the show out on social media himself. He'd probably want compensation for that, and that's not something I'm willing to a, do. You can give him a beer every month or so. That's not a bad idea, Mike. If you're looking for work, buddy, that's going to pay one beer per month. <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't right. be one of those hipster brews that Kevin Hunsberger drinks. It would actually probably be something halfway decent. Uh, actually, I'm kind of a beer snob. I'm to to not to put myself in the category of Kevin Hunsberg or not in a negative way, but to to make myself part of his group. But I'm kind of what some might call a craft beerican. Oh, so so you drink the hipster brew too? I do like uh, beer that's not mass marketed. You know, mass produced and mass marketed. Basically, if they can afford a uh, a commercial in the upcoming Super Bowl, I'm not real likely to just jump on the old bandwagon and drink that stuff. I, I like a beer with a full flavor, not something that tastes like piss water. Mm. Well, see that to me, that's all beer. So, whoa, time out. No. <laughs> No, we're not going to have an adult conversation today, folks. In (laughs) fact, we're going the opposite direction. 
we're going back to our respective youths. And we established in season one of this fine podcast that there's, I believe, an eight-year difference between uh, Chadley and I. Um, but we're going to talk about Saturday mornings because I think every red-blooded American kid has fond memories of Saturday mornings. We hope anyway. Well, um, until the politicians came in and deemed them having to be educational and killed off Saturday morning cartoons. Shining up that soapbox. You're, you're getting ready for it, aren't you? You got the little step ladder out. You're ready to climb up there on, on your uh, pedestal and, and go to work. Uh, Chad, what yes. was... What's one... Saturday morning cartoon that really jumps out in your memory banks. I mean, we got to go. You got to remember Chad's old school. He's from the seventies. That is true. That is true. I know um, you claim yeah. the eighties, uh, but realistically well, I, you're, you know, I, you, you were watching Saturday morning cartoons in the seventies. Born in the seventies, raised in the eighties. Yes. Um, I, I'm trying to think on, you know, I'm going back to, I, I sent you a picture uh, before we started recording from a show that we we'll, may touch on here later, but uh, one of my favorite growing up and, um, you know, I'm surprised they haven't tried to bring it back or make it um, new given his success now, but was Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends, where it was Spider-Man, Iceman and Firestar all living together as, um, I'm guessing, college roommates and there were even a couple episodes where they went to the uh, X-Men mansion, Professor X school for gifted children. And I youngsters, no I think. Yeah, I had no idea who the X-Men were, but I knew Spider-Man from his 1970s awesome TV show. And so I'm like, Spider-Man, do you, you're, you're giving me this look. Do you not know the live action Spider-Man show from the 70s? I do. Okay. I, I vaguely remember seeing it a clip of it one time on television when I was younger than five years old. And I only know that I was younger than five years old because it was at uh, my grandparents' first house uh, in Pawnee, Illinois, not to be confused with Pawnee, Indiana, which is actually a fictional place. Sorry to break it to all of you parks and rec fans, uh, but Pawnee, Illinois. And then they moved uh, to the town that my grandmother is still living in 30 something years later when I was about five. So, uh, that's how I knew it was Pawnee, but yeah, early, early to mid eighties stuff, man. Okay. Yeah. For that, me back, back in the seventies, we had a live action, wonder woman, Spider-Man and incredible Hulk show. I remember Hulk. And I am sure if you go back and find copies of the Spider-Man show, it does not hold up that well, probably because I just remember him shooting his web at, at bad guys and it being like a cargo net basically. So Yeah. And I'm sure him flying through the air on his webs looks incredibly <laughs> dated and not at all like video games that the new Spider-Man looks like. Or anyway, even realistically, uh, even as, as I guess, live as the, the Avengers compound campus. or whatever, Disney campus uh, with the robotic Spider-Man, which is insane. If you think about it. Yeah. Just wait till he goes, uh, Sitting in and becomes aware. And <laughs> it's itchy and scratchy land all over again. Don't say that, man. It's creepy out, dog. <laughs> uh, but no, I I was a fan of the Saturday morning cartoons. I remember when you could wake up and from it was like 6 30 in the morning until noon, 
You could watch cartoons on all three major channels at the time. And then I think after that, this week in baseball would come on or um, in the St. Louis region, we had a DB's delight, which I'm, if you, if you remember that game show, I will be impressed because that was probably way before your time. Thank you for making me feel young. Okay. You're welcome. But yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's a, you should look it up. I'm sure there, it's gotta be on YouTube somewhere, but you can, it was like two kids battling in a, like a trivia game. And there was like a puppet guy that was like the co-host. I don't, Israel. I just remember they used uh, freeze frame as the theme song by the Jay Giles band. Okay. And I believe it was a local St. Louis production. So those are, you know, some of my Saturday morning routines, get up, get your big bowl of cereal, sit in front of the TV, watching cartoons. I, so I'm, I'm glad you, you went to the menu. Cause it was definitely something that I was going to bring up. Uh, first of all, as, um, as a youngster, mm-hmm. were you on a Saturday morning? Were you, let's face it, Saturday mornings for kids are different than Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, you know, you had to be like dragged out of bed, uh, you know, and, and like sometimes forcibly and, and you know, like get, you know, I, I, I would go through this as a, as a parent now, but, you know, I was probably, I, I was very much the same way. I, I did not like mornings. I still don't like mornings, but Saturday mornings were different. Saturday mornings had their own little uh, charm uh, to them. So it was like, boom, heads off the pillow. I'm out of my bedroom. I'm to the living room. Oftentimes the first one there, because my sister a few years older than me. So the, the allure of Saturday morning cartoons, I guess had worn off. So I'm first one there. I got the TV even at, at, at the earliest stages, we didn't even have a remote and didn't have cable. So it was once I remember you had to pull the, the switch out to turn it on and then click, 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 you know, uh, on the dial to, to find the cartoons. Eventually, you know, we, I remember we got a very slim, uh, remote, you know, when we got cable, but I was six or seven, maybe when, when that finally happened, but you know, Saturday mornings up out of bed and, and getting, getting, you know, first getting dibs on, on the TV, so to speak. And then if dad came out and he wanted to watch something else, that's what it was because there was one TV and dad was in control. Were you fresh out of bed uh, on Saturday mornings? Fresh out of bed at like seven thirty, probably. Okay. I was not getting up at six a.m. But no, yeah, I've I've always been kind of an early riser, and um, and around seven thirty, if I remember correctly, like NBC was the main source of my cartoon viewing, and I think at like six thirty, it was. I remember the snorks being on or gummy bears or something. And then at seven, it was the Smurfs and nobody in their right mind likes the Smurfs because they're the dumbest cartoon ever. And so I, you know, wanted to wait until after the Smurfs was over to start watching TV. That's fair. I actually remember uh, this is not to say that I'm a Smurfs fan, but I do remember Smurfs being one of the shows that that seemed to be always on. Um, so, yeah, I, I you teased it with the, the bowl of cereal. 
Uh, did did you guys like in your family? Did they do big breakfasts on on Saturdays? We didn't do big breakfast as a family growing up. <laughs> anytime. Okay. Now I get the big breakfast when I go home. And yeah. Mom. Glad to see me, but no, my, you know, cause my dad worked at the uh, gas station on Saturday. So he mm. would be off to work and my mom would uh, before, you know, before she eventually started working weekends as well, part-time job. But um, when I was a kid, no, she was like, it's Saturday. I'm going to sleep in, you know, it's right. Oh, I mean, there were, I remember there were some times where I tried making like bacon or d- homemade donuts and she would come into the kitchen and be like, what? why stop yeah so this is where you know i uh, and i i you know i guess looking back and and i maybe even now i feel like everybody you know it must have had a similar upbringing to me but you know obviously not everybody did but you know my mom worked uh in a hospital as a nurse so she was monday through friday and occasionally had to be on call so there'd be some random evenings at like 10 30 or 11 or later, you know, in the middle of the night where she get a phone call, and have to go off to, to do a surgery or something like that. But my dad worked for the power company in St. Louis, but he was again, primarily Monday through Friday. Um, I don't, to this day, I don't know where he found the energy to, you know, like come home and, and maybe do yard work or coach little league for me or, or my sister or things like that. Cause like by the end of the day now, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm out. Uh, I, I like it. We're start. we started this recording just before nine o'clock. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, Chad. Um, but Saturday mornings, as I mentioned, I got up first and then you know, like my sister might come out or something or, or mom and dad, typically they, you know, start the coffee. Uh, dad's a coffee drinker. So he he'll drink a pot of coffee and by that pot, I mean, 12 cups, you know, there's 12 cups in that pot of coffee. Uh, and it, it was funny. I was just thinking about this when we would go out for breakfast, uh, especially if it was like a place that we kind of frequented the waitress or server would leave the pot of coffee on our table. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's like, they're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's my dad. Um, but, uh, you know, he'd get, start reading one of the Sunday papers. Um, We'd get the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and the Belleville News Democrat. So he'd read one before breakfast and then read the other one after. Uh, but mom was always, you know, she'd probably kick her feet up a little bit um, here and there. But usually she'd be going in the kitchen, get the bacon going. And then if we were doing eggs or pancakes or whatever, like we we Saturday mornings were like big breakfast days. So um, even now. I'm almost 40 years old and have a family of my own. And I, I love the idea that Saturday mornings are big breakfast, except nobody in my family is really a big breakfast person. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what I can't do? I can't make a stack of waffles and eat them myself. I could, I would just want to go back to bed afterwards. And that's no way to be productive when you're an adult on the weekend, Chad. I don't know. I, I think you're uh, shortchanging yourself. I think that is exactly what you need to do is make a big <laughs> stack of waffles not pancakes. Pancakes are terrible. Waffles or French toast. Speaking of French toast, we're about to have some winter weather over the next couple of days in my area. So, you blaming uh, the French? No, I was saying it, it's that it's time for all those Facebook posts. So, oh, you know, gotta gotta make sure that the, the stores are out of milk and eggs and bread. I'm like, well, don't forget the cinnamon if you're gonna make French toast, by God. Uh, so, um. But no, French toast was, was legit. Uh, and, and I do prefer waffles to pancakes now, but pancakes are still fine. Um, 
I, let's let's move on from that particular topic. <laughs> I don't want to. Don't want the the pancake enthusiasts out there to come, you know, marching towards our, our respective homes. Um, uh, you already brought up Parks and Rec once this episode, so I just want to say, what is Leslie Nope's favorite food? Waffles from JJ's Diner. Yeah, JJ's Diner. Oh. I forgot the diner. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got us there, Chad. Appreciate you. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, so Saturday mornings. Yes. Uh, and the cartoons I mentioned, I did mention the, uh, you know, the Smurfs, but I do remember, at least in my house, I don't know if it was just the time or what, but there was an abundance of Hanna Barbera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and obviously, you know, as doing the research for the show, <laughs> research for the show. Um, <laughs> most of these cartoons were at least a decade old by the time I started roll, uh, you know, finding them on Saturday mornings. Um, I was looking at a lot of the, you know, even what IMDB considers Saturday morning cartoons. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that all of these were Saturday morning and, and some examples in season one, in, in days past, we, we talked about cartoons, you know, that, that we enjoy growing up. But like, I don't remember Tiny Toon Adventures being on Saturday mornings. Animaniacs definitely wasn't. Um, and even uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog, I remember that more weekday mornings. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was afternoons. Uh, that was a Saturday morning one. That was on CBS Saturday mornings. You know what? Whole time out. Yeah. Good. Uh, Thank you. You're right. I apologize to you, Chad, for disrespecting you and the listeners. Um, but that's right. I remember that yeah. now. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Tiny Toons may have been also aired on Saturday morning, but I remember that being a weekday show. So mm-hmm. I remember watching that in college. Uh, you come home from class and you watch Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. Agreed. And then after... After that, it was Hysteria. Did you ever watch Hysteria on Kids WV? I saw a couple episodes, and it's a show that I wish I could find streaming now because I would love to go back and rewatch it. But I thoroughly enjoyed Hysteria. I'm just saying. Um, so those were some of the shows. Like those are some of the cartoons, and then that was like the pre-breakfast lineup. I remember after breakfast, it this was a this was what we call educational show. I know, Chad, you, you mentioned that uh, at one point, uh, Uncle Sam or, or Big Brother, however you want to phrase it, uh, demanded more educational programming for uh, the youth of, of uh, America. But you, on, you really want to tell me that the New Kids on the Block cartoon or the MC Hammer cartoon weren't educational? I'm, I'm going to let you answer those questions <laughs> yourself. Um, 1994. I'm sorry, I got that way wrong. 1992, uh, a little human interaction science show came around by the name of Beekman's World. Hmm. You ever uh, come across Beekman's World in your uh, younger days there, Chadley? I, I mean, I know that it's a show that existed, but um, no, I never watched because it was educational and I wanted Pee Wee's Playhouse or say by the bell where I could learn my educational lessons of how to be trash. (laughs) 
glad you said that. I was like, you know that thing about Zach Morris, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I definitely remember, you know, my sister, again, she's a few years older than me. So she would get like the, I don't know if she beat me up and took the remote or what, uh, but there was like the time. So our, our days were kind of structured, you know, get up cartoons, breakfast, yada, yada. And then by golly, if, if there was chore in to do, we had to do some chores either inside, you know, cleaning our room or, or vacuuming or laundry or outside, which was always worse. Cause I'd be like pulling weeds and, uh, and get crap like that. Um, but I remember there was always, it, it, it was, uh, you just said it, say by the bell. And there were shows like that, like the, the California teen high school sitcoms, California Dream. California Dream. I was going to say California Sons. I knew it wasn't California Raisins. Uh, no. <laughs> California. That was another Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but there yeah, were. Yeah, you had California Dreams, Hang Time, City Guys, which all came in after Say by the Bell. I don't remember Hang Time. I'm going to look it was that about up. a high school basketball team, and their star player was female back before. Well, <clears throat> yeah, that one came Title out nine? afterward. What's that? Was that pre Title Nine? Maybe. Um, Hang time sure. in, from 1995. Can you believe that show went five seasons or six? Depending on how you look at it, you know, 95 to 2000. Uh, okay. Seven teenagers, three girls, and four boys try to make it through life as members of the Deering High School basketball team. I remember that show. Not only that, but that show had a young Anthony Anderson on it. Huh. And Dick Buckus. Oh, did Kangaroo Jack? And who? Dick Buckus. Oh, okay. Who was also on My Two Dads. He was. So he yeah. was. That's a good, good callback. That's what we call it in in, uh, in entertainment chat. A callback. A callback. Yeah, I think uh, now for this season of the of the show, I will just try to make a Greg Re- Evigan show reference on every episode. So. He was one of the two dads on my two dads. Is, is this is, is this going to be the new extreme on uh, Wonder Maybe. Why? Maybe, because I was thinking the other day that I have not made an extreme reference in the last few episodes of Wonder Why. So I'm, I'm starting to slip, but be, you got to come up with something new. You know, new for 22, it's Greg Evigan. Noted. Now we apologize to all uh, the listeners who are like, <laughs> damn it, why can't it be Paul Reiser? Well, because Paul Reiser was in something recently, whereas <laughs> oh, <laughs> that sounds like recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to keep his name out there and keep him going. And, you know, I've been watching this Canadian uh, truck movement thing, protest, whatever it is going on. And I'm just like, man, Greg Evigan should be there to lead them, him and his monkey. But anyway, that has nothing to do with Saturday morning cartoons or Saturday mornings in general. I'm trying to find the name of another. It was a, it was a game show for kids. It had to be early nineties. Was it, it with siblings that they would kind like of like a game? I, yeah. And the, but then I, I thought at, there, there was that, I thought that was a different show. Okay. Um, but I, what's, do you remember the name of that one? 
I do not. If you would have asked me about it, I could have told you. But now that you brought it up, I have no, um, no recollection. But I'm By sure the, way, the handy. Uh, when I type in Google, this is a thing. Uh, I type in the sibling newlyweds game show, and it yep. says, "Back out! You're not from Alabama." No, uh, but but it, it, I, thank you, thank you. I did get the answer that I was. Searching. It's called "I'm telling." I'm telling. Yes, oh, you beat me to it. I, did you Google it or did you just come up with it? No, I went to IMDb because I remember they did a celebrity episode, mm-hmm. and Sean and Mackenzie Aston were both on it, and I believe oh. uh, uh, Shannon Doherty and her brother were on there as well. It's a, well, there you go. There you go. Um, but there was another game. It was like, it, and this had to be, you know, after video games really took off, but like the, the grand prize or, or, or the final challenge was you were like walking through a blue screen video game type of world. I think I know um, what you're talking about. I mean, there was Nick arcade, which was on Nickelodeon, which kind of had that, but then there was another game show. Um, i trying to think JD Roth hosted a game show with video games. Um, JD Roth, who also went on to give us the classic beauty and the geek for which I think he should have won an Emmy for, but. Uh, I'm looking quickly over a, a fun house. I'm not sure fun house was the name Fox of the show. Game pro TV. Is that what you're thinking? Oh, maybe that sounds familiar. I was 91 to 92. I was right then. I said early nineties. Yeah. Why you gotta be so mean? <laughs> to, to, why you got to be so rude? That's it. Is Game Pro TV? You win. You win. Okay. All the prize money. Awesome. All the prize money that I have is now yours. Great. I'm gonna take that prize money and buy me a Slurpee. You could probably get four. Just say mm. that's how rich the coffers are here at Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour. Yeah, we really got to start that Patreon. <laughs> so back to <laughs> Saturday <laughs> mornings. Um, there, there was one special something that you look forward to every season, Chad. I would love to, because I have no recollection of this, but apparently this was a common thing in the 80s and 90s to get kids, you and me in our respective eras, uh, pumped up for the next the next season of what's happening on Saturday mornings. Chad, tell us all about. Well, apparently it goes back to the 70s. But yes, the night before the new fall cartoon season would kick off, the networks would show a preview special to highlight all of their new cartoons. And it would be on in prime time. And they would usually get stars from other shows on the network to introduce you to these new uh, cartoons. And if you go to the YouTube, you can uh, search for Saturday morning preview show. You know, I found one from 1983 that's hosted by Scott Bayo and has uh, Enos or not Enos, but um, Boss Hog and Roscoe Pico train trying to shut down Scott Bayo's dance party. I saw one from the eighties as well. That was Tony Danza. C-3PO and R2-D2. Yes. And so that was when they were premier- premiering the Ewoks and the Droids cartoons. I remember. I don't 
think I ever watched that cartoon, but I remember having a book that was, you know, like ripped from mm. that show, you know, like I had a little kid's book right. of Ewoks and droids. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, there's also one from 1983. It's called the yummy awards uh, hosted by Rick Schroeder with uh, silver spoons, silver spoons with appearances by Alvin and the chipmunks, the Smurfs, Fred and Barney, um, bunch of other people whose names I'm forgetting, but it is like, apparently was a two hour long show. And uh, I, the whole show is on YouTube without commercials. It's an hour and 22 minutes, Mm -hmm. but I think, uh, I think everyone listening should go watch that show because spider Spider Spider-Man shows up. Uh, Helen Murdoch from a team is a correspondent on the show. (laughs) Yes. I while while you were talking there, two more cartoons just jumped in my mind from from my Saturday morning lineup. Uh, one being Alvin and the Chipmunks, which you said, uh, and that fact that was kind of my introduction to you know Alvin and the Chipmunks. And another one was the old Captain Lou Albano Super Mario Brothers cartoon. Mm. Was that a, see? That's one I think was another weekend show, but. Or not weekend, yes, weekend show or or a syndicated weekly show. But if you're going to bring up Captain Lou, then you have to bring up Paul Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, which did air on Saturday mornings. And Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince was the voice of JYD, while Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond was Hulk Hogan. I did not know that. Of course, uh, Uncle Phil, also the voice of Shredder. But Chad, we're out of time. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.